Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. What's the deal? It's Dane Dot. Now they jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. Ain't got time for no hate, so I'm riding 30. Fuck the red nine, made her leave around 9.30. My broken shoot too, he likes All right, so we got Dame Dot off the porch with us today. What up, what up? How you feeling, bro? I'm feeling like a rapper today. There you go. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, man. How's Atlanta been treating you since you've been out here? Food. Food, gazah. You know what I'm saying? I'm here with the homies. We down here just chilling, you know what I'm saying? Okay. That's good. I'm getting some uh, I'm getting some IG love. They know I'm here. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's going good so far. You be coming down here often or? I be down here a little bit. I got some family that stay a little uh, outside of Atlanta. Okay. So, yeah, I be here a little bit. That's what's up, man. What else you working on? Uh, I know you got like a listening party tonight, right? Yeah. My DJ, Dow Jones, he got, um, he, he put me a listening party together with, um, with Rap Juggernaut. You know what I'm saying? That's something I really appreciate. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get I'm trying to get re- really hard down here, so he just moved me up a couple steps. So there yeah. you go. Yeah, kind of expand your brand. Hell man. yeah, I appreciate that too. <clears throat> no doubt, bro. All right, so talk to us about life in Detroit, man. It's the realest. It's, 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 it's been it's been real, but not a camera's on us. You know what I'm saying? Everybody watching us now. Uh, everybody want to get the sound, other artists from different cities coming to uh, mess with us, you know what I'm saying? So it's looking good for us right now. We still got our dark days, but it's looking good. It's looking real good for, for the city right now. Yeah. And like the pandemic, man, you guys been turning up, bro. Yeah. Just yeah, even outside yeah. of rap. It's like, yeah, yeah. The you, Detroit, you know, we good with that one thing, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we, we, we good with the internet, you know what I'm saying? Yep. And you're from the east side, right? Hell yeah. Okay. The one and only side to be from. <laughs> so pe- for people who've never been to Detroit, man, to paint that picture of how the east side and the west side differ, or is it pretty much the same? I mean, it's the same and, and, um, to be technical, but if you be certain places on the east side you, and some places on the west side, you would know where you at. You know, okay, I'm on the east side for sure, or I'm on the west side. Sometimes the clothes can tell you, sometimes the cars, Sometimes the girls will tell you how they how they mans act. You be like, yeah, he must be from the east side, or yeah, he a west side nigga, something like that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But we got bums, we got rich niggas, we got scammers, we got bad bitches, bum bitches. We, just like everywhere, we got good people. We, you know, we just like everywhere else, but we got fire music. Out of all of that, we got fire food and music that come out of there. Okay. For sure. So how would you describe your childhood growing up in Detroit? <sighs> Regular. I didn't, I didn't know, I didn't know we had it how we had it, you know what I'm saying? Whether it was some days we had it, some days we didn't, I was too young to really care. But once I got old enough to realize what was going on, I gave my mama all the props because she, she made it feel like we wasn't struggling. Like we, you know what I'm saying? We was doing just like everybody else, you know what I'm saying? But we had it hard, bro. Just like everybody else, we had it hard. We had days 
and we had good days. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I seen a lot that grew me up early. I seen a lot that changed me, slowed me down early. So, you know what I'm saying? I kind of I kind of appreciate it growing up, growing up in the D for real. Yeah, I feel that. What age would you say you jumped off the porch? Um, I say about 14, 15. When I when I got to about high school and and it was like my sister was growing up, my mama couldn't really couldn't really pinpoint my area move and shit like that. So I, I kinda skipped out here and before I knew it, I was in the middle of everything. You know what I'm saying? At a young age. You know what I'm saying? So all this all everything everybody doing now kinda been played out to me. I was doing that in high school and living my life back then, you know what I'm saying? So I'm kinda really cool now, chill. But I think I, I think I hopped off this bitch really early. Yeah. Pretty early. What would you say is one of the biggest life lessons you had to learn so far? That shit no matter no no matter what, bro, you gotta you gotta take care of you first. No matter who around you, no matter who depend on you, you gotta take care of yourself because if they depend on you, if something happened to you, who they gonna depend on? You know what I'm saying? So I just been learning how to make sure I'm straight, making sure home straight, making sure the shit that I need is together before I can even distribute my services to anybody, family members, friends, associates, anybody. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So you gotta just make sure you good at home straight. That's real right there. So you've been rapping for a minute, man. What had inspired you at first? Oh man, jokes, man, in school. Yeah. Capping on, on motherfuckers in school, thinking I was so fresh and, you know, talking about people in school. And then it just started getting into rapping. And and then we had a freestyle Friday in fifth grade. And ever since then, bro, I ain't never looked back. I just knew it was for me. <laughs> I just knew it was for me. I, I talk and rhyme even when I don't mean it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, it's crazy. When did you start to take it serious and figure out, I can make some money doing this shit, too? The first time I got paid for it. When somebody told me like, yeah, yeah, I'll pay you. And then I was like, like, well, you'll pay me what? <laughs> some money, huh? some money, money? Like, yeah, hell yeah. That's when I was like, damn. So if I start with $200 right now, if I start with $300 now, you know what I'm saying? Damn, one day I'm gonna be at 300,000 or people gonna be trying to pay me 100,000 to do this or that, you know what I'm saying? So I guess when I started getting paid for it, I started taking it serious. Like, hell yeah, this can be something I can put my mind to and make it bigger than what it already is for real. Yeah. For real. Who were some of your influences? Who'd you grow up listening to? Um, I kind of listened to some some industry artists. I was listening to the industry a little bit growing up, but we was kind of close to home. My mama was young when she had me, so she was still listening to the hood shit. We was listening to Hot Boys and the Cheddar Boys and you know Detroit type of you know music and Chicago artists. You know more, more local. She was she was into she was into um, old school music too. We, I listened to a lot of R and B and old school music, but um, but my mama was listening to all like Detroit. Detroit and old school music. So I, I guess, I guess a lot of the old school, '80s, '90s music, kind of influenced me to, on on a beats producer side because I love those beats. But on the rapping side, you know, like maybe the Cheddar Boys, Blay, Icewood, um, Street Lord Wine. Um, it's a lot of people from Detroit. Uh, Tone Tone, he was a big influence to the whole city. Um, it was a, it's, it's a lot of people. I don't want to forget nobody, but it was a, Detroit been had our own music scene for a long time before everybody got their eyes on us and now they eyes on us and we still don't care that our eyes on us. Our <laughs> party's still going, you know what I'm saying? So it, it, I wouldn't be right if I named everybody, but just the Detroit music scene period inspired me because I could see it. 
I could really go outside and hear it and see and you know hands-on experience what's going on I was, and that that's what I wanted I can look on TV and see Jay-Z big pimping and all of that but it's kind of like a dream to me versus yeah. me going outside and seeing what I love drive past hearing what I love drive past you know what I'm saying so I say Detroit music was a big influence Detroit period everybody rapping Detroit yeah so just if you from Detroit you better rap For real. how did Team Eastside come about uh Team Eastside came about when I graduated out of high school. Um, I kind of had some smoke with Lil Perry. He was he one of the members. I kind of <laughs> had some smoke with him. Long story short, me and him got cool. He introduced me to Peasy, and through there I met Snoop and um, Reek and Ray and, and you know everybody else. But um, it was kind of like we was already like popping in our own hood, so it was like we were supposed to meet type shit. We didn't know it was going to be like that, but it was, we, was, we, we had to meet. Yeah. What were those studio sessions like when all you guys were in there together cooking high up? High as hell. <laughs> Too young to be in there that high, for real. <laughs> but, um, but now that I look back, bro, it was really magical. You know what I'm saying? To, to, to not have Snoop here no more, rest in peace, bacon soda. To not have Reek here, rest in peace, Reek. You know what I'm saying? Just to look back and see how, how like we didn't even know what we was doing. Like, it's labels, they they put together teams to do what we was doing. And we was just doing it effortlessly, you know what I'm saying? So it really was magical, for yeah. real. You and still, the music's still magical to this day. Yeah. You still cool with most of them today? Yeah, hell yeah. I just, um, um, PG just hit me up. I'm about to do an EP for him. Okay. Um, hell yeah, me and Ray go back and forth on Instagram all day. I was just in the studio with all of them. Yeah, we, yeah, hell yeah. So what do you think took so long for those eyes to get on Detroit, man? Because like I said, the talent's been out there, man. I the sound's think, been out there, too. I don't think we cared enough to, to, to push it for real, you know what I'm saying, on a worldwide. Because like I said, you know, I paid it for Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba come on and they already got the party already going on it's like we already got the party going on you know what i'm saying so we didn't care to like travel and go to these places and promote the music and go here and promote the music and go here and promote the music but i think now we we um we just we just getting a lot of light and we know what to do with it and, and i'm and i'm glad i didn't think we was gonna know what to do with it but i'm glad we really know what to do with that light because we we shining yeah we shining hard right now what role would you say you played in the sound that's coming out of Detroit right now? I mean, um, I played a big role. I played a big role. Um, I feel like the sound we came from, nobody really had faith in that sound like that. We had to keep it moving. We had to like... At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting Black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 
keep it pushing when they ain't like it. Like, I don't like these beats or them. I don't like how they rapping this and that. You know what I'm saying? I kept it moving. I kept it pushing 10 years, 11 years later. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like our, our song came. I, want, I, want to, I don't want to take all credit for it. I wouldn't even be me to take the credit. But I think the majority of the people who, who make beats right now or who, who is popping in the song right now, they got something for me. Something for me, something. Just like I got something from a couple people, mm-hmm. I can be real about it. I know they can be real about it too. A lot of a lot of the big Detroit songs or songs came from some portion of what I put into the world. Yeah. Flat out, just to be honest. How do you feel when rappers outside uh, Detroit are using that sound or using that flow? That's what we did it for. We 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 set the wave. That's what we get. I guess I get sleep just knowing that. They, they they messing with it, you know what I'm saying? So I ain't tripping. Yeah. I ain't tripping. I like when Lil Yachty come up, uh, you know, to the city and rap on Detroit beats. I mm-hmm. like it. I like um, Dirk getting on songs with Detroit artists. I, I, I like it. Yeah. And they don't pick they beats. They like to get on our type of song. Mm-hmm. That, that's like kind of paying respect a little bit, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I, I fuck with it. Yeah, for the most part, most of them show homage, like yeah. he said. Like Yachty, I think he's putting out a whole tape with mm-hmm. Michigan rap. Yeah, I don't think nobody, I don't think I can see one artist that actually stole it or like took it and didn't pay no homage or put nobody on there or show no type of gratitude towards where they got it from. Yeah, that's real. Now, would you say most of the artists up in Detroit support each other or is it still? Yep, they do. They do. And I'm glad, I'm glad you asked me that because I can be real and tell you like, you know, some some of them playing the game. Some of them don't really fuck with each other, but they fucking with each other for the better of all. You know what I'm saying? I can't be mad at that. But for the most part, everybody fuck with everybody. Yeah. It's maybe a, a side or two that that's you know. Yeah, but other that, than that, everybody mess with each other for real. That's why it's, that's why it's, it's a good time for Detroit right now, cause it's no it's no it's no friction for real. Everybody just eating in their own way to the where ain't nobody mad, ain't nobody nobody way. It's just all good right now. Yep, I feel that, man. What would you say is the biggest sacrifice you had to make for your music career so far? Man, cutting off close friends. Um, cutting off close friends. Um, showing myself that I really just need me. You know what I'm saying? And, and I took a lot of losses cutting off people and, and you know, distancing myself from certain people. But I'm making it up. I'm making I'm making it back though. You know what I'm saying? So I don't include it as a loss. I take it as a lesson. Yeah. But yeah, I say, you know, cutting off close friends, people I thought was gonna be here to the end. People who supposed to be, you know, back here. I I appreciate my niggas back here though, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, it was some people that I was supposed to be with them that that's just, you know what I'm saying? It just happened the way it happened. Yeah. All right, so I always wanted to ask, man, why did you never do a video for spend some money, man? This song was, this shit was hard, and this shit went up on YouTube, like yeah, just the audio yeah. part. I don't know, I think I think when I looked up and I was like, man, we should shoot the video, it was already at like four million views. I'm like, <laughs> damn. And then, like, every time I hear the song, I see a different video to it. You oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? And I know everybody else see it, they own video to it, you know what I'm saying? I just don't want to. I just don't want to, I don't want to mess up everybody's vision of it already, you know what I'm saying? They enjoy the song so much, just enjoy the song, you know what I'm saying? Have your own vision, your own, you know what I'm saying? But when I, I could drop the video and they wouldn't like the song if, they, if it ain't what they've been seeing for two years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let's keep it in mind it's two years old, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I just, I just want to keep it, I don't know, I might, I might, 
I might I might put a big artist on there and then shoot a video like you know take it over the top or something you know what I'm saying but as of right now they they know what's going on yeah they know when to play it they see everybody see the video when they listen to it for did, sure did you expect that song to go so big no hell no I low key what I do on my albums I experiment a little bit I like to like put out a little singing song or something or auto tune or a little song just something that I wouldn't do you know ordinarily. And that was one of the songs. I, I, some, some, some typical, you wouldn't hear in Detroit type of type of music. Some classical, something that you just wouldn't hear. And I was just seeing if they like it, and they loved it. Still to this day, like they, I remember, I remember I made the beat, and Chichi was around. I don't know who else was there, but he had went to the store. And by the time he came back, the song was done with his verses open. He was just like, oh, okay, like he ain't even think shit of it either. Like he, <laughs> he jumped on it, did his verse, and then. When it dropped, it just shot up, shot up, shot up, and kept going. And I think I was focused on another song. Um, I had like other songs on, on on there, and but that song was just the one one. That was just the one one right there. But I, I think I, I think in the near future, I'm gonna put a big artist, maybe like a um, you know industry artist on there. And, you know, see 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 what it do, see what it do. Okay. How long have you been making beats now? I probably been making beats longer than than I was taking rap serious for real. Okay. I, I probably was making beats in middle school, like maybe seventh grade. I started like really making beats, and maybe eighth grade. It probably took me a year. By eighth grade, I was they was rappable ready. Like you know, what I'm saying you can rap on them bitches for real. First it was just like testing them, but now you can rap on them. You know what I'm saying? So um, I just been perfecting my craft since I was a kid, bro. Like a lot of people were still being kids and still running around and doing kid shit. And I was in the house, downloading shit, LimeWire, BearShare, learning how to work uh, Mixcraft Studio, and FL Studio One. Yeah. People, on they on 20 right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on four. I make beats on four, you know what I'm saying? So, I don't know, I've been doing it for a long time. I think I think my heart belongs to, to making beats more than rapping, really. Oh, yeah? That's what I think, I think so. Who were some of the producers you were looking up to back then when you first started? Um, Manny Fresh. I always looked up to Manny Fresh. Always looked up to Manny Fresh um, and Drummer Boy. Okay. Those two for sure, for sure. Um, I don't know. I played drums in elementary school, so I guess I always was into the to the drum sounds. The melodies was always, you know, okay and all, and everything, but it was more the drums and and what it make you do to me. So I was kind of I was kind of with. Um, Pharrell had some fire drums too. Yeah. Um, I don't want to leave nobody out, bro. Juicy J. Juicy J. And um, I don't know. I used to like Timberland beats. I ain't gonna lie. This shits were different. I used to like Timberland beats. Um, I think I think his song with Aaliyah was like crazy. It was like real crazy, and she was like real turnt in the city. So we was off her. I used to like her songs back in the day and her and her beats. So yeah, I say the, I say them for sure. Yeah. How long did it take for you to kind of develop your own sound? Um, I don't know. I guess. I guess like when I um when I met Peasy and and Perry and all of them and we started Team Eastside, I guess that's when it was like we we all right. First of all, Reek bought the first Team Eastside beat ever from me. <laughs> I was making beats. He was like, "How much you want for this beat?" I said, well, "Just give me just give me twenty dollars." He gave me twenty dollars <laughs> for the beat, and it's called Eastside with the Real Money. And him and Ray rapped on it. That's the first song 
on our first album, and that was the first team meet. Well, it's the second song. Ball to get bought on is the first song. But, but, um, but yeah, though, we started off after he, after he bought the beat, it was just magic after that, bro. It was just magic after that. Like, the way we was rapping, it was like it only could be one sound for this. It's like it's only dark. Like, the, the shit we was doing, like, everything was just so dark. So it kind of made me make a dark kind of sound. But we was balling at the same time. So it was like a balling celebration. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. In a hole in the wall kind of sound, you know what I'm saying? And it just started from there. Like after I met them and we we did a couple mixtapes and, and we was rapping off other people's beats at first. And then when I started like putting it together, like, no, let's rap on these. I don't know. It just, I guess in about, about 2011, 2012, that's when the sound came out. Okay. That's when the sound came. And it's been going up ever since then. I've been bringing people around the sound. I've been giving people the sound. They've been elevating it and everything. So, but I say about, 2012 is where the sound just was like, yep, this our sound, this our sound, this our sound for sure. Yeah. Do you prefer to rap over your own beats now? No. <laughs> I like rapping over, um, I do, I do. It depends because, you know, sometimes only my beats know what I need to say on them, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, but I rap on my homeboy, Real Beats, though. Okay. His beats kind of like, is a page, like he give you a beat and it already tell you what to say. You know what I'm saying? And they love it. Like, they just love our sound together. Like, so if it ain't a real beat, I, I make my own beat. Um, I done rapped on a few Dow Jones beats. He give me that feel. Okay. He give me that feel. Yeah. I'm trying to get him more in that Detroit bag. He bringing that, <laughs> he bringing that world A yeah, to he... me. You know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to get him in our bag. With every monthly bill, like rent and car payments, you know exactly what you're getting when you pay for it. But health insurance plans feel like the total opposite. They're confusing and expensive. Then when you actually have to use your benefits, there are deductibles, claims, processes, and other red tape to deal with. But CrowdHealth puts you back in control of your health care. CrowdHealth is simple, transparent, and affordable. As a member, you'll get a personal care advocate who is with you every step of the way to help navigate the complexities of health events. They'll even negotiate bills on your behalf and could save you thousands of dollars in the process. Plus, you'll get access to thousands of other members who are ready to help pay for large health expenses. Experience healthcare freedom with CrowdHealth. Visit joincrowdhealth.com and use code HEALTH to get your first three months for just $99 per month. That's joincrowdhealth.com code health. Crowd health is not health insurance. It's a totally different way of paying for health care. Terms and conditions may apply. Hey, but um, but yeah, I, um, I'm open to rap on beats because I'm really versatile. I can rap on a lot of different beats and, and producers kind of fuck with me because they can give me beats that they wouldn't give uh, uh, the average artist because they come and get the same beats from them. Same boom, 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 boom. Mm -hmm. Give me something that I can rap about the hoes on. Or give me something I can rap about with my grandma or, you know, something like that. So a lot of producers mess with me because I can be versatile. I'm open to anybody beats, but I love real beats. His beats, like, he make beats all day. 
So all his beats got a feeling to him, a morning feeling, a we just ate feeling, we just smoked feeling, I hate that bitch feeling. <laughs> it's time to go to sleep feeling, like, you know what I'm saying? So I can just go through his whole list and pick how I'm feeling, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So real beats for sure. I got you. All right, so got the new project, Mafia Lord Chapter 2, man. Chapter 2. Yo. Shit. How's the feedback, man? It looks like it's been going up, man. Man, I'm doing 1.5 million streams a week. I don't know if that's big. I'm talking. I'm probably talking too too fast or something. But like, that's big to me. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing a million streams a week, 1.5, like literally a week, just on Apple Music okay. that I check. True. You know what I'm saying? So, I've been getting good feedback. Gazi be hitting me up. Yeah. You know, it's a good, it's a good feeling. Yeah, why have you decided to go with Empire? I'm sure every label has been hitting you up, man. They Empire is like your big brother who got the who got some money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they kind of like they 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 like you feel me? Is that what you really want to do? All right, bet you show. All right, bet. All right, you know what I'm saying? They don't hold you back. They they don't they transparent. And my whole narrative of the industry was they was they weren't gonna be transparent and they weren't gonna they weren't gonna tell us what's really going on. And he just keep it real honest. And you know, whatever I slack in, he called me, bro. I need you to get on top of this. Um, I'ma send you this person. That you know, he just he he is more of a a personal business than just business. You know what I'm saying? It's like he really he he really care. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And I don't I don't I haven't been in a situation with other labels to really verify, but I don't see them caring a lot. I see them just going with what's hot, with what's monetary. You know what I'm saying? He really care about his artists. You know what I'm saying? He he fly. When Peasy got out of jail, he flew to Detroit. Oh yeah, went and picked him up basically. Yeah, right? like that's real shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't see no other artists getting out of jail and they label picking them up. Real shit. Who picked up Takashi from jail? The feds. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. What can you tell us about the song and video for Pop Smoke? Well, you and G T. Yeah. Um. Damn. I actually. Had a crazy ass story, bro. I lost, I lost something this day, and then I, I was like, I had a real bad day, and then um, I, I seen GT and I don't, he found it for me basically. So it was, it was that it, that video was legendary, bro. It was legendary. GT, that's my dog, bro. I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade the relationship I got for him with him for the world, bro. That's my guy. He's finally getting his respect in the rap game. Yeah, he been he been that in the hood though. Yeah, just to you know put that on the record, like just cause the world getting on him now, like he really been that. You know what I'm saying? But you know, uh, just dropped the video for yeah. Also, mm. can you tell us about that song? Yeah, you know I got a bag. Yeah, what's the tab? Yeah, I was um. I always do little twerk songs for the girls. They love, they, they, the women love my music. So I was just making another little bounce twerk song to them. But I wanted it to be like a dark house party. The ops in there, we ain't we ain't really comfortable type of situation. So I made it like real dark, you know what I'm saying? They they love it. I shot the little um, X-rated video for it. You know what I'm saying? Y'all go check that out. <laughs> <laughs> What's the next video you plan to drop? I got this new song called Balakananas. Okay. I, think I see that. That's been going up on YouTube yeah, without the video. It came out like three weeks ago or four weeks ago, maybe. And that's already at a half a mil. Yeah. No video. So that's looking like another spend some money. I probably need to get on that right now. Okay. This was spend some money was doing. We just bullshitting around for weeks and we look up. It's at a million. 
ah, I posted, ah, two weeks come past, three million. It's like, ah, it's another million. Ah. But we, you're supposed to capitalize off of that, you know what yeah. I'm saying, early. Started working on the next project yet, or? Yeah, I got one, I got a couple of them on Tuck. I got um, Mafia Lord 3 halfway done. I got a whole album called Unforgivable. Oh, shit. Yeah, okay. that's my true feelings, though. I, I don't know when me and Real gonna put that together. Hmm. Um, I I just been been trying to put my all into the music, like my real feelings, like not not stuff that I see every day, not stuff that I do that's always fun and positive, like just my whole life. People look at me and just think I'm just Superman. I don't go through nothing. So my unforgivable tape is just the my real feelings, like how I feel about me everything around me everything so yeah i got i got a couple um i got i'm working on a little ep with some people i got i'll be working bro i ain't gonna lie i'll be working Gazi had to tell me like slow down for real you know what i'm saying because i because i i'll be turning in albums and he be like wait wait <laughs> we're still pushing yeah, this we one i get a roll out for this one you know what i'm saying it's a good problem to have though yeah yeah for sure for sure yeah. Any other artists you've been working with? You mentioned you and Peasy cooking up uh, what an EP. Yeah, um, I don't know. I, be, I I work with a lot of artists. You know, I, I ain't really new to this. Like, I don't, I ain't no wave like where people just pop up and mess with me. Like a lot of artists been I been did songs with them. You know what I'm saying? Or if I haven't did songs with them, I'd have been around them and it just wasn't the topic. You know what I'm saying? But like, um, I work with everybody. I just, I, I do features with everybody. Um, I just sent Race some music. Um, me, Ray, and Peasy, and Rio just did some music. Um, yeah, I'm working with a couple people. I got um, I got my own artists that I'm working with that I'm trying to put them in position. You know what I'm saying? Showing them all the ropes, yep. so they can do the same as somebody. We can keep the tree growing. But yeah, I, I work with everybody really. It ain't nobody that I really haven't that I don't got a song with for real. Yeah, for real, for real. Anything else you working on, Dame? Nope, I'm just working on raising my son, bro. That's it. That's it. I'm taking whatever this music got for me, but it's really about my son, for real. What has being a father taught you about life? Don't move so fast. My son about to be one in a couple of days, and it's like I, he just came here, you know yeah. what I'm saying? He walking, he talking, and just just don't move so fast. Just appreciate every second of everything. You never know when it's gonna be right here and when it ain't gonna be right here. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I just appreciate everything. A lot of people take everything for granted. I don't take nothing for granted. You know what I'm saying? So I just appreciate everything, every, everything. You know what I'm saying? And my son just gave me another reason to be here for another hundred years. You know what I'm saying? So he made me move smarter. I made feel me that. second guess. It's a lot of shit. He made me stop doing a lot of shit, stop hanging around a lot of people, made me open my eyes, realize I be reading a lot, learning shit about him, all kind of shit. You gotta be, he don't know. So somebody gotta know for him. So, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? I'm trying to develop all the answers before he old enough to ask me. Real shit right there, yeah. Yeah, I plan on moving to Texas. I wanna move him to Texas with me. Oh yeah? Hell yeah, I just want him to I just want him to grow up in Detroit a little bit though. I want him to have <laughs> have that backbone, you know what I'm saying, before we shake shake off. But yeah. I want to take my talents to Texas really. Okay. All right, Dame, any shout outs before we wrap it up? Shout out my nigga DJ Dow Jones. Without him I wouldn't be right here. I'd probably be in the hood. Shout out my nigga Zip. Shout out Hayes, you know what I'm saying? Shout out RGS the mob, we here. Ain't got time for no hate, so I'm riding
30. Fuck the red nine, made her leave around 9.30. My broken shoot too, he like Seth Curry. Put champagne on the... Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.